By the way, I was at the Rams. Obviously, I was at the Rams game on Sunday, and they announced that the Lions won, and everybody started clapping. All the fans were clapping, and I thought, God, this is this is nice of everybody. They're just clapping for the clapping for the Lions. Just pity claps, I guess, is what I, what I thought. But I wasn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. That is nice. <laughs> well, and then after the game, Wes said, well, we, they were playing the Vikings, so it helps us that the Vikings lost. Oh, and I okay. thought, yeah. well, it doesn't help that much. I mean, I didn't think the Vikings were – they, the Rams no, were still no. – Yeah. Maybe I mean, it was a little Vikings, bit of yeah, both. Yeah. 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 Well, I like to think they're nice people out there. I think they're just happy for the Lions. <laughs> Most of them are in Texas, but some some are in California, too, I guess. So, <laughs> good. I'm Wade Phillips. And I'm Wes Phillips. We're past and present coaches here to bring you an insider's perspective on the teams, the people, and the personalities that we've encountered over time. All right. Welcome to the Overtime Podcast with me and Tracy, <laughs> or Tracy and I, both of us. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we're here. Uh, Tracy, Tracy again, picked all the upsets. She's your gal as far as picking them all. When we get to that section, make sure you listen to her. <laughs> but we've got a lot of football to talk about, a lot of NFL football to talk about. I'm ready to get started, Trace. All right. What, what do you want to talk about, Dad? Let's talk about the hot seat first. <laughs> Ooh. Let's talk about which coaches are on the hot seat. Um, it's that time of year where there's, you know, rumors and disappointments, unfortunately for coaches head coaches especially this time of year they're talking about getting in the playoffs or the or the fans or media are talking about who's who's taking their place scandalous yeah it is but that's the way it is and you know usually there's four to eight jobs every year basically that are yeah. that are changing so i'll bring up some names and i predict gruden's gonna be gone <laughs> you got that one uh <laughs> except uh i'm wondering if rich, rich Bisaccia, I wonder if he holds on. Yeah, I say no. Yeah, they're six and six, and if they don't make the playoffs, I don't think he has a chance. Uh, I would think he had some kind of chance if they did make the playoffs. Yeah, agreed. And they're not out of it, but they're tied for last in their division with the Broncos. But uh, yeah, it's hard for an interim coach to to get the job. Basically, now he he got the job early enough that you know maybe he could get in the playoffs. Uh, normally, an interim coach comes in. It's at the end of the year. The team has lost most all their games, and I've been through that several times. <laughs> yeah, how many times? Uh, yeah, uh, three times, I think. <laughs> three times, and did you ever get the job? No, I didn't in any, in any of those. But but Atlanta, we, we, we did have a winning record, but it was only three games. We were two and one. The other times, with the Saints, uh, it was at the end of the year. We won one out of the last four. We won the first one, uh, but then we lost the last few. It's just hard to get a team that's not going to the playoffs, not going anywhere. The coach gets fired with games left to get uh, everything out of them. There's nothing to look forward to, and the players kind of know, hey, this guy probably isn't going to be the coach. It's hard to get them to rally yeah, behind and, you. And to play hard. And it's a violent game. So, I mean, you got to go out and you got to be ready to play and you got to be motivated. Uh, even though there's a chance of injury. Some of them, I think, look out for themselves, which, you know, you can't blame them for. 
Well, yeah. If you're position secure, you have the luxury of doing that. And then it depends on the, uh, like in Passaccia, depends on the general manager of what he does and, and, of course, the owner. But like I say, I just think it's hard unless you just completely win every game or, in his case, in Rich's case, if, you know, if they happen to win toward the end of the year and get in the playoffs, then you'd have a chance, I think. But otherwise... If they if he doesn't, I'm sure they'll move on. Yeah, and, I think and, so. And hire a new coach. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Las Vegas is certainly one that's going to change. It's already changed, but there's there's more out there. <laughs> I think uh, you know, be here being here in Houston. I mean, Cully, I I know it's his first year, but they're getting trounced every game. Yeah. And nobody's showing up for the games. They get beat 31 to nothing. We saw the game with the Rams, and they were behind 38 to nothing in the fourth quarter. I mean, I, I just think, like I said, I think previously on the, on the podcast, if you're not getting the fans, the, the owners are, are losing money. Yep. And so if you get a new coach, that usually sells more tickets. Hopefulness, it sells more tickets, and you can regain some of that money and that, that you're losing every week. Because if they finish – whatever they finish, three and whatever, or two and whatever, it'd be hard to get the fans in there next year to be excited about the team. Yeah, it becomes a business decision at some point. Yeah, yeah, it does. If the club's losing money uh, in any area, now they're making a lot of money from TV. Don't get me wrong, they're still making money. Yeah. But if they're losing money in, in any area, especially the crowd, getting getting enough fans in the stadium to make some money off of that, then it's tougher on the coach. It's tougher to, to keep the coach. I, I think he's probably out of there, and again, uh, they would have to completely turn it around, but they don't look very good. Now, was it what is his fault that the quarterback didn't show up and all those things happened? No. Yeah, there were some unfortunate circumstances. It, it still sure. goes on your record. You, you are what your record is, you know? Yep. And you, the perception of how you coach is how many games you win. And like I said before, it's not just playing hard because everybody plays hard, but it's whether you win or not. Yeah. It's tough to keep a first-year guy if he doesn't win hardly any games. Now, if he wins five, six games, they say, well, okay, you know, we're going to build. We're building. But it's hard to build on two wins. It's hard to say you're building on two wins. Yeah, well, speaking of that, let's talk about Dan Campbell then. Yeah, well, they won the Super Bowl last week because, <laughs> I mean, they won the game, and you look, you thought they won the the Super Bowl, but I mean, they had it's been frustrating. I understand that, and they were they were excited about it. But sometimes you need to act like you've been there before, act like you thought you were going to win. <laughs> you know, <laughs> teams that win are excited when they win, but they usually go in and you expect to win. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> And it was on the last second. I understand that, too. It was an exciting game, and they won the last play of the game, and they threw a touchdown pass. So it was exciting, and, and they yeah, they've, they've been so frustrated. I'm sure they were letting it out. But, you know, the owner, one of the owners comes in and says, this is unbelievable, you know. <laughs> if your expectations are unbelievable to win one game, then... <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is kind of unbelievable when you've lost all the rest of them. Well, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, you know, your standards need to be a little higher. Yeah, he may he may get through because of this win, but I, I, if they just win one, one the whole season, that's worse than Cully's done. Yeah, but for some reason the press around him hasn't been bad. The press seems to support him and only talk about how he has them playing hard. And yeah. you've talked about that that's, hey, every team plays hard. But yeah. 
it's not a huge accomplishment, but I just don't see him getting fired. No, I think you're right. The other part of it is, yes, the Texans are getting beat bad every game. It's ridiculous. They're getting trounced. Yeah, they're not close games. Yeah, so if the Lions keep playing close, even though they will lose, yeah, he he probably stays. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, another guy, and he'll he'll stay, I'm sure, but it's Solly at at the Jets. Yeah. They're three three and nine, but they brought him in there uh, because he's a defensive guy, and they're they're terrible on defense. Sometimes you bring a guy in, you want him to be really good at what, how they got to be a head coach, and so far they haven't done that with the Jets. I don't, I don't think they'll fire him either. But they, they're, they're a bad football team, and and part of it is they're bad on defense, which is his expertise. Yeah, I think though with the Jets, the expectations weren't as high as say with the Texans. Seems like they were so bad the year prior that the expectations were it was going to be a rebuilding year. Uh, so I think they'll at least give him another year. Yeah, yeah, I think you're probably right. Uh, another guy, and I don't, it's not necessarily the coach, but I think the Giants, you know, Joe Judge, mm-hmm. uh, they're 4-8 and eight and they're last in the division, but I'm not so sure it's going to be the coach. It might be the GM. You know, Gettleman's been there a while, and since – 2017, they've only won one more game than the Jets. They're 22 and 54, 22 wins, 54 losses. Uh, so Gettleman's been there through that. The GM, I, I would think he he might be on the hot seat more than the coach. Although their offense has been bad and they've fired. Usually, when you fire a coordinator during the year, you're next. <laughs> yeah. But this is early for this guy, so. He'll be given another year, I would imagine. Yeah, although usually the new GM wants to bring in their own guy. Yeah, that's the next step. If a GM, you know, has a guy that he really wants, they could change. Yeah. The Giants, the owners, uh, Mara said it before, you know, everybody's on the hot seat. Hmm. You know, if you don't win with the Giants, you're on the hot seat. Probably not the head coach, but I would say the general manager would be the guy that might be gone, and owners can do what they want, but I think Gettleman might go before the head coach. And if the general manager comes in and says, hey, I got this hot new offensive coach, then Judge might be out of there. Have to keep looking at that. And I think another first-year guy, I mean, he's 2-10, and 10, uh, Urban Meyer of Jacksonville. <laughs> now, I think part of it's going to be on the field and off the field. Yeah, I agree. To embarrass the team off the field, have to apologize to the players, and I'm sure he had to apologize to the fans and the, and the ownership. And his and wife. Then, and then be terrible. <laughs> yes, and, you know, I just don't know if he can overcome that, again, with the fans and so forth. They gave him a lot of money, though. It's going to be harder to get rid of him. Well, yeah, but those owners are making a lot of money. I, again, if it affects the team. Uh, the other part of it is the quarterback, they, you know, they got the number one draft pick, and he hadn't, you know, he hadn't done anything great. Yeah. John, Jones at, at uh, the Patriots has done better than the number one pick in the draft mm-hmm. some of that goes on the, the on the coach you know because everybody said Trevor Lawrence was going to be the great player and he hasn't done a whole lot I'm not sure that not going to also bring down Urban Meyer besides the besides not winning he really hadn't done anything with a young quarterback Jones like I said with the Patriots uh, has done well so I think they'll keep their coach well <laughs> I think so <laughs> Yeah. Belichick's safe. Yes, safe. And, <laughs> you know, he's an amazing coach. I mean, uh, and I think everybody knows it now, but he does things like 
The week before uh, this last week game, they had given up over 200 yards uh, rushing. And so he went in the game and, and just ran the ball every play. Yeah. He just does what it takes to win. He does that on offense, but he also does it on defense. If somebody plays a defense against you that works, he'll play that defense. You don't even see that defense until you play him. Yeah. He exploits people's weaknesses. Yes, but that's really hard to do. People, you know, people have a system yeah. where you have to play this system. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't. He just he just plays whatever he thinks stops whatever you do best. Yeah, it's all strategy first. Y- yes, and people that aren't in it, that's so hard to do mm-hmm. to change defenses every week or offenses, but to change defenses every week. Yeah, coverages and and the front they play and uh, you know the things they do. Most people play what they play and play it really well, and that way they they win. This guy plays everything and plays it well and gets them to play it well, and that's that's really hard to do. Yeah, it is. You have to have smart players. Yeah, hats off to him though being able to do that because yeah, losing Tom Brady was amazing, and he had a tough you know he had a tough time last year, but he's, rebounded. You know he's done a great job, and I, like you say, I I don't think they'll get rid of him. No. <laughs> <laughs> we don't probably don't need to talk about him that way, but let's see who else. Uh, Matt Nagy. Yeah, Nagy. Uh, in Chicago. Chicago expects to win. They're four and eight. They were kind of on the hot seat last year. Got rid of their defensive coordinator and hadn't done any better this year. And there were rumors flying about him getting fired weeks oh, ago. Yeah. yeah. Too. Right. So it's right. already so, been circulating. Yeah, once it starts and you don't win, it's going to keep building. Yeah. He's pretty much gone, unless again, unless they, any of these teams have a complete turnaround. And the other guy I think is in trouble is uh, Vic Fangio mm. with the Broncos. Yeah. The Broncos have high expectations. They do. They expect to win uh-huh. in Denver. I was there <laughs> as a head coach. <laughs> Twice. You know. Yeah, 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 and and I went nine and seven and got in the playoffs, and then went seven and nine the next year, and was fired. Vance Joseph didn't last very long there. Fanjo has three non-winning seasons if they finish where they are, and three no playoffs. Yeah, I, I was there two years and was in the playoff once, and and I was gone. I think they 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 expect a lot more than that. Yeah, the media eats you alive there too yeah, when you well, tough. when you have a losing season. Yeah. Yeah. And they've beaten the Giants, the Jets, and Jacksonville, you know. <laughs> now they did beat Dallas. That was a, that was a, I thought that might have helped him if they could have somehow beat the Chiefs, but they didn't do much against the Chiefs. We'll see how the season finishes out, but again, not getting the playoffs 3 years in a row. For Denver, I think makes a case for not keeping you. Some places it might not, but Denver's Denver's a town that, you know, they expect winners and they don't settle for anything less. I mean, I'm talking about the fans overall. Yeah, going back to Matt Nagy, how about his kids at a football game, playing football in the in the high school starts chanting, "Fire Nagy." I know. I told you that. That's it's awful. Yep. Fans can be brutal, that's for sure. Well, and it's a kid's playoff game. I know, <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. mean, being a coach's kid, I have a lot of empathy for, for that. Well, yeah, of Because <laughs> it's yeah. tough when people are yelling yeah. for your dad to be fired and you know it 
affects your life so much. And their dad, their dad's a banker, and and you can't say, hey, he you got to be fired by the <laughs> Bank of America. You know, you gotta, your dad yeah. ought to be fired. Yeah, it's tough as a kid to hear that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Especially at your playoff game, it's supposed to be a good moment for you. Yeah. What about the Panthers? Yeah, well. Firing his offensive coordinator was a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. Again, once once you start firing coordinators, then you're you're usually next. <laughs> so they started out good and they've played good defense, but they yeah. But I think bringing Cam back brought a little excitement, and then also it's a it's a big downer now that he didn't do anything. So I think that hurts the coach overall. You know, a lot of a lot of it obviously is expectations. If they expect you to win and you lose, there's more pressure. If a team isn't expected to win, really like the Lions, I mean, if they're not expected to win and they still don't win, well, that's okay. But like the Broncos, they're expected to win and they don't win enough. Then Now, first-year guys sometimes <laughs> sometimes have a, a little longer leash. Uh, first of all, they have to pay them off if they, they fire them after the first year. And like you say, some of them, some of them got big contracts. And if that's important to the owners, well, then some ownership doesn't care about the money. Some, that's all they care about is the money. I think one other team, I don't, I don't think they'll fire them with the Seahawks, but, but there'll probably be some more changes. They changed offensive coordinators last year. I would imagine there'd be some staff changes there. I, I, it would surprise me if there's not. Quarterback, although I, I don't think he's playing terrible, but... There's rumors that they'll trade trade the quarterback, and uh, I think yeah, their, their offensive defensive coordinators are in trouble. Yeah, do you think um, there's a chance Pete Carroll would retire? I don't think so. I mean, knowing Pete, I mean he's a competitor. He's not too old, that's for sure, but he's younger than I am. So. <laughs> well, it's a rebuild. Then, I would if be they're going to get rid of yeah, Russell. Yeah, but I would be I would be surprised if he did. He, it seems like he, he loves football and. Loves coaching it, and of course he's had some great teams. And if anybody can rebuild, I would think it's him. But anytime a team like that's been that's been usually winning, except he's been there so long. Now Fangio hadn't been there that long. He didn't he didn't have those Super Bowl championships to to uh, back him up. Yeah, back him up a little bit. And mm-hmm. Of course Pete does. So mm-hmm. I don't expect to do him to do anything unless he would retire. I don't think he will retire. But I do think he'll change some things. Yeah. People always think changes are, that's what makes the difference. Coaching, coaching change or the, or changing coordinators or staff or whatever. You have to appease, appease the fans uh, just a little bit. Uh, and the ownership. You got to appease the ownership that, hey, things are going to change. If you're, if you're not changing me as a head coach, then I'm going to change some things that are going to, you know, make a difference. So that's where you are when you're losing. I think most of them, every once in a while, there's a surprise. Jimmy Johnson got fired after winning the Super Bowl. So. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> so knows. He, he, you know, there's, a, there's always surprises that somebody leaves or retires or, or somehow didn't get along with the ownership. Yeah. What about Mike Zimmer? The Vikings don't make yeah, the Yeah, he's been there a long time. I think it depends on how they finish. Yeah. I mean, they're, what, five and seven right now, which they're not satisfied with that. But if he comes close to an even season, I would think they'd keep him. But, you know, if they happen to go on a slide at the end of the year, he's been there a long time. Sometimes you overstay. I'm talking yeah. about fans get tired of the same, same coach, yeah. you know, same answers, same coach speak. Yeah. 
after the game. And again, it's, it's about winning games. If you don't win enough games, that people remember you being in the Super Bowl or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, lately. Mm-hmm. We were at Denver and, and we won the Super Bowl. And the next year we went nine and seven. Of course, uh, Gary Kubiak stepped down, which was a surprise, but yeah. he ended up letting all the coaches go. I mean, we'd, we'd won the Super Bowl and went nine and seven the next year. And, we had a pretty good defensive team, and you know I was surprised, but they let me go. Those things happen too that you don't that you don't know are going to happen. But that's coach's life. <laughs> that that it is. <laughs> yeah. But anytime you're down a little bit, uh, win wise, you're gonna you're gonna hear it again. They expect more. Coaches expect more. You know, you expect to win. You expect to do well. But there's a lot of other teams, a lot of good players too. It takes coaching, but it takes players, and it takes administrative people backing you up too it, it takes a whole team you know that's what some people don't realize i mean your pr director is important mm-hmm. there's a lot of other things involved when you win or when if you don't win as perception of how you coach or what kind of coach you are or what kind of person you are you need people in the pr in your pr that that back you up too mm-hmm. so uh, true your ownership yeah you know whether they back you up or not uh, there's a lot to it as far as keeping you know, somebody keeping their job. And, of course, the owner obviously makes the final decision on, on what they, you know, what they are going to do or not going to do. But it's their team. They own it. So they can, they can, they can do what they want. And, and, and they, they will. They do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. That's for sure. All right. Well, let's talk about week 14. Yeah, we're getting there now for his playoffs. But what do we got? Well, Thursday night we have the Steelers at Vikings. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had a nice win, hard-fought win. Uh, Minnesota, we we're just talking about. I think it's a key game for them. And if they go five and eight, they this five and seven, they still have a chance for the playoffs. But still got five more game, five games. But to go go to eight losses with only four games left was going to be tough for for Minnesota. I, I kind of like Pittsburgh. I think Minnesota's favorite at home, but I I, I kind of like Pittsburgh. I, they fought hard. Roethlisberger had a better game than he's had. I think they gained some confidence there. Now, Cousins is still playing good, and but they faltered enough this season that I, I think Pittsburgh might beat them here. So I'm, I'm going with the upset. Well, I couldn't have said it better than you. <laughs> really? No, I'm going to go with the Steelers too. Yeah. All right. There's an upset win already. First one. Saints at Jets. You know, Saints aren't... <laughs> I mean, Saint, Saint, uh, without Drew Brees, we know. Yeah. still think the Saints have pretty good defense. I don't think the Jets have very good defense. The Jets have actually moved the ball on offense. And, and Zach Wilson coming back, still not there throwing the ball as a young quarterback, but he actually scrambled and, and showed me something diving into the end zone with the ball. And So I like that about him, but I don't like the Jets. And they're still a 3-9 and nine team that doesn't have very good defense. I think Saints are just a little more consistent overall and have, have a better defense. So I'm going, I'm going with the best defensive team, coached by... Uh, Dennis Allen, uh, yeah. Dennis Allen. Solly has got to show me something on defense here. As a defensive coach, uh, head coach, but he's got to play better defense. I'm going with the Saints. Well, Dad, I'm going with the Saints too. Okay. I mean, come on. We're not picking the Jets. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to make you go first. So can... <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can't copy mine every time. Okay. <laughs> Falcons at Panthers. Yeah, well, that should help the Panthers. Although both of them are 5-7 and seven now. It's not like 
Atlanta's terrible and Carolina's good. Uh, they're they're both both have the same record. Should be a close game. Yeah, I don't know that Carolina's found their quarterback yet. No, they haven't. And their running game hadn't been great. Atlanta's played hard. Well, they have a new offensive coordinator, so we'll see if it that changes yeah, anything. Yeah, no, it probably doesn't. Mm-mm. I'm still going to go with Carolina at home. I think they're even, and I think the home team might win. So I'm going to go with Carolina. <laughs> well, you're going to think I'm copying you, but I'm also going with the fresh team that just came off a bye and is playing it at home, the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, it should be a close game. I, I think it could go, a lot of them could, but this one could go either way for sure. But we're going with Carolina. Carolina. Seahawks at Texans. Yeah, well, uh-huh. Houston just doesn't give me any, uh, they they look terrible. Yeah, they got shut out 31 to nothing. I mean, they're not a good football team, but, but still, they're not a competitive football team. That's the no. I mean, they're they're not competitive, so I'm gonna take the Seahawks. Although they're not, it wouldn't be a monumental upset, but it would it would be an upset if, if Houston beat them. But Seattle's not playing. I mean, they're not very good this year either. But, well, no, but they did just beat the 49ers. But they are competitive. Yeah. yeah. And they beat the 49ers. Yeah, and Wilson had a good game. Yeah, I expect them to win, but they should beat them big. Yep. Raiders at Chiefs. Chiefs. Chiefs seems like they're uh, red hot. They're back. Yeah. Like I say, Rich Versace, he's fighting it, but I just don't see if they, they can stay with the Chiefs at home. We just saw Denver, a similar team, get beat bad there. Yeah. And the Raiders just lost, too, to the football team, so. It'll be hard for them to hang on the rest of the year, especially since they don't have a coach that's going to be there next year. Yep. Yep. So Chiefs seem, seem like the team to take anyway. All right. Ravens at Browns. Big game for the Browns. Really big game for the Browns. Yeah, they need a win. I don't think they're going to get it. I mean, they should they should win at home. You know, Baltimore's eight and four. They won a lot of close games, but they're eight and four. Cleveland six and six to me is disappointing, and I think they'll disappoint one more time. I'm going to take Baltimore, although I think Cleveland will be able to run the ball on them. Cleveland favored at home, but I I still take Baltimore to really push Cleveland back as far as the playoffs are concerned and. And Baltimore will just take that division. Well, I'm going to go with the Browns. Yeah, I thought you might. <laughs> the Browns, they're going to be healthier after the bye. I think they'll have a lot of energy coming into this game. No, oh, it's a big, big game for them. It's not, it's not as big a game for Baltimore as it is for Cleveland, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that does make a difference. And Jackson, I mean, Lamar Jackson, he's liable to run off with it a lot, or he's liable to throw it to the other team. <laughs> I know. I think he's inconsistent, but they they usually play good defense. But I I, I hadn't seen it this year as a, a dominating defensive team that that wins. But they they find a way to win with their kicker. Uh, they make enough plays on on offense and defense to to win. I think they'll do it again. All right, we'll see. All right, we differ on that one then. Cowboys at Washington. Yeah, like you said, Washington won last week. Cowboys. Uh, you think they'd win? I I do think this is a big rivalry. And I do think, for some reason, Washington wants to meet, beat Dallas more than Dallas wants to beat Washington. <laughs> I don't know how you say that or, or judge that. How you measure it, yeah. They, they don't like the Cowboys. They hate the Cowboys. I don't think Cowboys hate Washington, but I think Washington hates the Cowboys. Everybody hates the Cowboys, except for Cowboys fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but, but I, I do think 
rivalry-wise, Washington yeah, it's is more game. motivated. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to pick Washington here. Yeah, I'm going to take Washington. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with the Cowboys. You're picking the upsets this week, Dad. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Jaguars at Titans. I'm going to pick the Titans. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Well, I'm going to copy you this time. Yeah. I thought you were going <laughs> to. Yeah. Well, I mean, 8-4 and four against 2-10. and ten, and It doesn't look like much contest. And Tennessee's at home. And they should beat up on Jacksonville. Not much doubt on that one. Giants at Chargers. Just like I say, Joe Judd, he's not doing great. And I think Gettleman's in trouble. And I think the Giants are in trouble playing at at L.A. against the Chargers. So. Yeah, with a backup quarterback. Chargers, yeah, they just got so much better offense than the Giants. That should make the difference. And I think it's a big difference. I think they're over 10-point favorites, and I, I would say that they probably will win by 10 points. Check that one off, too, then. No upset there. Yeah, no upset. Lions at Broncos. Yeah, well, Detroit comes back to to earth. (laughs) Goff was player of the week, or one of the players of the week. Jared Goff. Oh, wow. That doesn't help him this week, though. (laughs) Old news. What have you done for me lately, huh? Denver should win at home, for sure. Uh, Denver can run the ball, I think. Really well. I think Detroit will have a tough time with that. And at Denver, tough place to play. If Detroit beats Denver, I think uh, they might they they might fire the guy after the game. I'm talking about Vic Fangio. So Denver should win, and I, I can't can't see where they wouldn't. If they didn't, that would be the end of the coach. You'd have a rough time finishing the year. I'm gonna pick the Lions. No way, way. <laughs> All right. Good one. I, I'm not predicting the coach getting fired. I'm just predicting. The game. Uh, I am. If if Detroit wins, I think he'll get fired. With it now, it won't be. It might not be right after the game, but it'd be when the season's over. That would be the nail. Yeah, I think they'll have a lot of energy coming off of the game last week. Finally, getting a win. Like you said, it's like they won the Super Bowl. These guys are going to be pumped up and ready to play. Well, maybe so. That's a good point. I like. <laughs> I like it. I like your attitude. 49ers at Bengals. Yeah, that that. Again, I think two teams very similar or close. I mean, they're not similar in their attacks and so forth but and their defenses, but I think they're pretty even. Cincinnati's playing a lot better than, than we thought they would this year. and They got smoked by the Chargers, though. Yeah, and the 49ers not playing as good as they were. I mean, as good as we thought they were going to be. I mean, they're 6-6, six and six, so they're not setting the world on fire. Even, even game. I'm going to go with Cincinnati at home. Yeah, I am too. This was a tough pick, but Garoppolo's not playing his best through through a couple of interceptions and facing a lot of criticism, too. I think that's tough for a quarterback. Well, it helps him being on the road, though. You don't hear all of it, on, at least before the game. That's true. You're going to get booed regardless. <laughs> You're used to that. You get booed at home. That's 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 uh, demoralizing. That's a little more dis- disheartening. Yeah. Heartening, so. Yeah. And actually, you you know, when you go into the other team, when you go on the road, you're there on a Saturday, so you you know you read the paper. Of course, everybody's on, on Twitter. The internet, yeah. You see how the other other team media and stuff feels about you. How much confidence they have. Sometimes it motivates a team that if the other team's doing well to, for you to play better. I still think Cincinnati. The young quarterback, I th- I still think he's playing better. Uh, Burrow, I mean, I, I don't know if you saw the game, but one of the interceptions he threw, 
hit the guy in the hands. He's running for a touchdown. And he bounces it back to the defensive back behind him, <laughs> and, and it ends out an interception. I mean, it would have been a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Me, so, and Mixon's a good back. So, I, yeah, should be should be a good game either way. Yeah, competitive game. All right, Bills at Bucks. Bills at Bucks. The Bills. Yeah, that was a disheartening game. Yeah, if you're a Bills fan, I still think they have a good team, but the Bucks. Bruce Arians is kind of the same way. I mean, he's going to run the ball against Buffalo until they stop him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to he's going to take that same attitude into the, into this game as, and it's not in Buffalo; it's at Tampa. So, and Brady, say what you want, Brady's still playing well. Yes, he is. Yep, going to pound to the ground. I think it's some sometime he's going to fall off the cliff. But <laughs> he hadn't yet. Nope, not over the hill. Seriously, I mean, age-wise, you know, they they get to a certain age. At all positions, they just can't do what they could do before. Now he hadn't shown that. I mean, yeah, but it does seem to be older than it used to be. Yeah, well, I think because of conditioning and diet and all the things that they utilize now. Yeah, people live longer. You can play long. You can play longer at a higher level. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I saw it with Peyton Manning. You know, and I mean Peyton. Yeah. Wasn't as old as Brady, but you know, he threw what fifty-five touchdowns one year, and then. You know, a couple of years later, even the Super Bowl year, he didn't have a great year. No, he didn't. Except for that he won the Super he Bowl. The, <laughs> yeah. No, but he, he wasn't but, I mean, playing he great. Retired at a good, he retired at a good time because I just don't know if he could do it anymore. No, no he didn't, he didn't look good. Still, Brady yeah. still can. but Yeah. Well, who are you going to take? I'm taking Tampa. I am too. They'll be upset in Buffalo if they lose a couple games. I know. It's going to be disheartening for the Bills because... They're two wins behind the Patriots in the AFC East already. Oh, yeah. Well, too bad. <laughs> Got to win. And I believe you picked the uh, Patriots last week. I did. So you better listen to Tracy. Pay attention, people. <laughs> Sunday night, Bears at Packers. Yeah, we're talking about Nagy. I think it's not going to help him. No. Packers are playing well. Yeah, you got to go with the Packers uh, here. Uh, yeah, and the Bears are four and eight. I, I, yeah, at Green Bay, the weather and so you know, Chicago plays pretty good at home. I don't know about on the road. So Green Bay should, I think, have a big game against them. Yeah. Do you think Nagy will still wear his visor in the cold, with his head, with his bald head exposed? <laughs> Seems uh, like it'd just see. be cold. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it'll help him either way. <laughs> Good point. As far as winning the game or not. Yeah. Monday night, Rams at Cardinals. Yeah, we're picking the Rams, right? Picking the Rams. There you go. Uh, the Cardinals could wrap it up if they win. If they don't, if the Rams win, then the Rams are still in the fight, really. Yeah. Arizona's already beaten them one game, so if, if Arizona wins, they... They pretty much wrap up the division. Yeah. They're two games ahead of them now, and they'd be three games ahead of them, actually four games ahead of them, because you'd, you'd have to win one more game since losing both games against one team in the division. So Yeah. Yeah, they, they could go to a four-game lead if they win the game. A four-game lead with four games left would pretty much do it, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. So, I mean, this is this is the Rams' last chance. We, I mean, we pick the Rams every week because we because our son is the. I mean, my son and your <laughs> brother mm-hmm. is the passing game coordinator, which they pass the ball really well. So, don't don't count the Rams out. But should be a close game. Very important for 
Now the Rams playoffs, they're they're in great playoff position right now. Mm -hmm. so if they were to win, they they would come closer to winning the division. They would also uh, really enhance their chances of being in the playoffs. Yeah. Big game for both teams. Arizona's gotten their quarterback back and their receiver back, though, that really key players for them. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go Rams. Go Rams. <laughs> All right. We got them picked. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Thank you, Tracy. We'll see if we get those upsets. I think, uh, I think we might get a couple of them this week. Yeah.